Well, this weekend wasn't very fun. Boo! This weekend wasn't very fun at all, especially if you went to the game like I did. Not me. Got your hopes up again. Couldn't be me. Thinking, you know, there's no way we're going to lose to this Florida team, right? Couldn't be me. Like, yeah, like, we're we're awful. Like, we know that. But we're not awful enough to lose to Florida at home. I mean, this is two 4-8 football teams we're talking like, about. And it's two 4-8 football teams, but we're the 4-8 football team at home, so we got that going for us. Should well, be a field goal. We didn't. We did not have anything going for us Saturday night. We'll talk about the game. Brent we'll, Maglia. We'll discuss uh, NFL Week 3. Uh, we'll discuss, discuss uh, other stuff going on in the SEC. We'll talk uh, a little bit of baseball. Well, I will. Uh, I won't. Yeah. The Braves clinched on Saturday night, so that's uh, exciting. More exciting than the Eland Stadium was Saturday night, I would imagine. So we'll go ahead and... Uh, you know what's exciting? Winning football games. That's exciting. We'll go ahead and get your raw opinion. What? How did you feel Saturday night? Um, I'd say probably... After Florida went up 7-0, I was mad. And they went up 14-0, I was mad. Then we got into the game. We got almost to that first quarter, and then I was like, I just knew. I knew that everything I said on C-squared the week before was going to come to pass. I didn't talk bad about Florida, and I just knew there was a curse. And after that first quarter, I just knew it was going to get ugly fast. It got out of hand. I was at Texas Roadhouse. I was eating peanuts. I was eating rolls. And I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? We lost this football game, and it wasn't even halftime yet. And I knew Florida was going to run away with it. And it got to a point, it was just comical to me. At one point, I was like, well, Florida, if you're going to beat us, at least put it on us. Just go ahead. You might as well just go ahead and break our necks. Don't make it close. I don't want to have any any heartbreaking, gut-wrenching loss here at the end. And after he fumbled that kickoff at halftime, I was like, yeah, I'd leave if I was there after that. And I all I could think about then was, shoot, poor Cody. He spent all that money, he went to that game, he stayed out in the sun all day tailgating, and now he's he should probably leave at halftime if he was smart in any way. Yeah, see, I stayed to the very end, and I didn't think it was over at halftime. I actually wanted to see how we came out in the second half, maybe because we held him to a field goal right there at the end of the first half. It was 26-3, to because th- if it's 30-3 to at halftime, then you know, I, I wasn't going to stay, but it was 26-3. to you know, Technically, you're down three scores. If you have a solid first drive, because it seemed like we had been moving the ball well enough to where like I wasn't didn't lose hope that we weren't going to be able to drive down the field and score, make it twenty six to ten, or if we went to went for two, make it twenty six to eleven. But when he Schamberger fumbled that kickoff returner, I was like, oh my god! And then they scored like the very next play. We should have left, but I ended up staying the whole game. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm a true fan or just because I'm... Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, probably just because I'm stupid. Probably because I bought tickets to the game thinking that we were going (laughs) to win. That's why I'm stupid. And you you guys tried so hard to talk me into it. Everyone I know was like, you have to get tickets. This is going to be the game of a lifetime. Blah, 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 blah. It's going to be crazy. It's a night game. It's Florida. It's two, four, and eight teams. It's going to be a riot. They didn't even sell out. Yeah, our fun lasted about... mm, 10 to 15 minutes of actual time, <laughs> not game time. Game time lasts about probably, I guess, three minutes. How long did it take for her to score? Not long. No. Not Wait, long at all. And then, like, I mean, before, like, people were even getting to their seats, it was 14 to nothing. I mean, I was watching the game on my phone inside of Texas Roadhouse, and I, 
I looked up to order my food, and I looked back down, and I was like, oh, God, it's 7-0. I turned the game on eventually. I started watching it. I turned back around. The waiter was bringing the food out. I turned back around, and I was like, how does Florida have the ball? And then, sure enough, they punched it in right there at the goal line and got 14-0, and I was like, this is infuriating. <clears throat> yeah, I sat next to, you know, this old Florida fan who was by himself for some reason. He wanted to talk to me the whole game. He just wanted to talk to me and give his analysis on, on what was happening, and I, I just didn't want to hear well, it. Well, you know why. He knew you were on C-squared Sports. He heard he's heard the news, word spreading. He was just giving me his analysis and – you know, at one point he pointed at Tyree Cleveland and was like, you know who that is? And I was like, no. And he said, that's the guy that caught the Hail Mary on, on you guys last year. And I was like, well, thanks, buddy. I didn't need that reminder, but thanks for reminding me. You know, he, he just kept doing stupid stuff like that through the whole game. I was like, I don't want to listen to you. And then he, he gets up and leaves at halftime, and I thought he was gone. And he when he when I saw him walking back up the steps, and I told my friend, I was just like, all right, let's get up, let's move. Let's go sit somewhere else. <laughs> Did you guys move? We moved. Wow. I did not want to, I was tired of of Papaw talking you, to me. You know where that wouldn't happen at? Thompson Bowling Arena. It just doesn't happen there. I just really love Thompson Bowling. So what what are some of your takeaways from the game? Like how did you come away from the game feeling? Or now, I guess, since some time has passed. Like how do you feel? You feel I think I feel the same way I felt before the game. I don't think too many expectations have changed. I think the team had more of a chance to to prove to me that they were better than I thought if they had beat Florida because I didn't think we were going to beat, beat Florida. So after that West Virginia game when I went to Charlotte and I saw that bloodbath, I was like, this is just a bad football team. Like I know we're playing a really good team and whatnot, but they, we just flat out looked bad. And we didn't play anybody after that. And so, really, my expectations were extremely low. That's why I didn't attend the game. So, really, after we got beat and just got our rear ends handed to us, I was just like, well, this is a, this is a three-win season. And I said that the very first podcast we ever did on here, I think I thought Pruitt was going to win three or four games. And I still feel the same way. I just I don't think I have any expectations at all for the season. I have a wedding and this Saturday during the Georgia game, I'll probably check my phone every now and then. If it's close, I'll obviously watch it, but I'm just assuming it's going to be another bloodbath. See, I, I uh, didn't really put too much into the West Virginia game, you know, because, it, sure, like, we, we thought that we were going to have a decent chance to win, and then actually watching them on the field, we realized that Will Greer was still Will Greer, and he was a Heisman candidate for a reason. And he had All-American receivers thrown against this secondary. So I didn't put too much, you know, I I just didn't put too much faith in the West Virginia game. Like, this is our team. I thought that the Florida game would tell us a lot. But honestly, after <laughs> losing the ball six times, I mean, it's hard to say, like, it looked worse because we turned the ball over six times. I think it looked worse than it actually was. Like, if you don't turn the ball over six times, obviously you're going to have a chance to win. Because Florida scored on, I'm pretty sure, every turnover. And they don't talk about the seventh turnover, which was the safety. Because after you get the safety, you have to punt. So that's pretty much a turnover that's not, that's that easy. doesn't go down the stat sheet. That was horrible. 
and that was really infuriating when we tried to run the ball on the goal line too. That's, I mean, the first time, sure, and then they stop you. <laughs> like you lose a yard on the goal line, and then you run the same exact play, and Jordan tries to make something happen because there's nowhere to go up the middle. So you try to bounce to the outside, and it was just it was just a disaster of a play. Uh, so the the play calling wasn't great. The screen pass Saturday night. The screen pass wasn't a great call. Like everyone knew it was going to be a screen pass, but Gorontano just decides to throw it right to the floor of defensive lineman. Like off his back. He could he could have threw it at his feet, or you know he could have rolled out and <laughs> tried to throw it over top of him. But he just decided, no, nah, I'm just going to try to throw it through him. Like I'm not going to try to throw it over top of him or get some space and throw it <laughs> throw it by him. I'm just going to see if I can throw it right to him. Like he's a hologram. So, yeah, I, I did not I, – I guess I didn't really have too much concern about the play calling. Like, it wasn't great by any means. But, I mean, how do you call plays when you don't have an offensive line that can protect Gorontano long enough to pass and you don't have anywhere to run? Like, how, what plays are you calling? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. I just think this is a bad football team. Yeah, I mean, it can only get better. That's a, the silver lining. It can only get better from here. Like I think we hit kind of hit rock bottom Saturday night. I guess yeah, for the long term future, yeah. We re- we re hit rock bottom. We've been to rock bottom before, and you know we kind of kind of got up a little bit. in Two thousand sixteen, when you thought <laughs> you thought that <laughs> your, your program was turning the corner, and then you and then you were right back to rock bottom, losing to Vanderbilt and Nashville, missing a chance in the Sugar Bowl. But so we've been to rock bottom before. But I'll say that we re hit rock bottom Saturday night. Like, we fell right back down. And this season will be Jeremy Pruitt's base year. I mean, it doesn't get any lower. He's in the basement. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with the way Pruitt coached Saturday night. Like, he tried to give his team a spark with the onside kick, and he just decided that he was going to go for it in every fourth down that, you know, we didn't have to punt. And I like that. I mean, we've been – we played so scared against Florida for so long. Like, like you said, the curse – and you know that you you know the players have to kind of have that in the back of their head. It's a mental thing. And they he came out there and he played to win. And I really like <laughs> kind of like Wayne Kiffin. He plays to win. Yeah, he did what really no other coach has done before versus Florida. He just kind of like ignored the stigma of like you have to beat Florida. You have to beat Florida. And he just went out there and actually tried to draw up the right place to actually beat Florida. Like he didn't just try to win a 9-6 game or a 10-9 game or try and get into a shootout. He just went out there and he called all the plays he thought would give this team a chance to flip momentum because he knew how big of a deal the crowd would be. And if he completes one of those fourth downs or Austin Pope scores on that touchdown, that that's huge. That turns a ton of momentum around. Yeah, I mean, that, that just doesn't happen just stripping yourself of the football. From, like, like that—that that was a perfect play call. Like he, he couldn't have drawn that up any better at all. If he, he's the one that drew it up, he's diving from six yards away I from the end zone. What was what were you doing? Diving from six yards away, thinking you were gonna get that after you got hit. Like just go down, just go down at the five. Let's go punch it in. See, I don't know if he was diving. I think what he was trying to do was switch his switch the ball from his right arm to his left arm, and in the process of that, he just ended up punching the ball right out of his arm. Uh. I mean, that kind of stuff is just, like, what can you say? All you can do is just shake your head. Like, when that happened, I was just, I was on the opposite end. You didn't even need to flip your arm at that point. That Florida player didn't have the angle to hit you in the chest at all. 
he was going to clip you at your legs. Like, just hold on to the ball. I was on the opposite end when that happened. I was just praying that he stepped out of bounds or the ball went out of bounds before it crossed the goal line. But, no, it it did. It it went through the end zone. I was was watching on TV with my my girlfriend and some of her friends at their house, and I was watching, and I saw him. I saw him fumble out of the back of the end zone. I put my hands in my head, and I was like, God, why? And I was like, here we go again. And they were all like, oh, what happened? What? It's, he was down. He fumbled out of bounds, blah, blah, blah. No, no. I've seen that play so many times in Tennessee history. Tennessee does it to other people. It happens to Tennessee. I just I knew he fumbled that out of the back of the end zone, and I knew he didn't step out. And I waited for that replay, and I was like, dear God, please, let his toe have grazed that white paint. And he wasn't even close. Yeah, that's kind of the way I felt about the fumble, too, by Schamberger. Yeah, it does. I, I mean, that happened, like, right in front of me. And I was like, oh, there's no way he fumbled that. Like, I, I wasn't even worried. And then I saw him in the Jumbotron. I was like, well, no, it wasn't even close. He fumbled it. Hey, and even even watching that live, the announcer was like, Anthony's down at the 20-yard line. And then I was like, he fumbled that ball. And I was like, are they not going to call it? And then I saw that Florida player get up at the ball, and the referee signaled and signaled the other way, and then they were like, "Did he fumble?" And they went back and watched it, and I was like, "Oh my god, it was so blatant!" Like he just, when he came out of the end zone, he just looked like he was half-heartedly running, like he wasn't even running full sprint. And then he did that really weak spin move, and he wasn't even holding on to the ball. Like it looked like he didn't even know what he was doing. Like it looked like he was just playing tag football outside. Like, what was he thinking? Yeah, I mean, at this point, we shouldn't even put anyone back to return kicks. Why is Schamberger even on return? Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. He's a corner. He doesn't even start. I mean, I just put someone back there that has sure enough hands to catch it. I guess that's why Callaway's on punt return, which, honestly, we needed someone else on punt return. I don't want – I'm tired of seeing Callaway either muff it or get hit. I mean, he's going to get concussed. <laughs> he's getting his lights knocked just put, out. Put someone else back there. Um. Yeah, that's put Tyler Bird back there. God. Yeah, he's not been. Put someone who's fast. Yeah, that's put, put like a little skill player, a little little Ryan Schwitzer type player back there. It's honestly a great point. Where's Tyler Bird even been? So I'm saying, let him return kicks. Let him return punts. He's explosive. Put Ty Chandler back there returning kicks again. He was explosive. Nah, they don't want to get him hurt. I don't even care. We got four running backs. Yeah, we're probably gonna need them all too. They're gonna get injured behind this offensive line. Maybe can Jeremy Jeremy Banks return kicks? Uh, I don't know. He fumbles too much. I don't think Pruitt's gonna put him back there. Got to be somebody better than there's. I mean, there's got to be somebody, but I mean, at this point, just then put Sean someone Sh- back there that's gonna call a fair catch every time, or don't put anyone back there at all. Schamberger. I mean, I guess technically they could just kick it over their head and like an onside kick kind of thing, but I mean, I don't know. A lot of things need fixed in this team. Yeah, and I still don't know how to feel about this team. Like, I we're not any good, but I don't know if it's we're as bad as we were as we were Saturday night. Like, I don't think we're that bad, are we? Uh, like, like, are we overreacting because it's Florida? Like, we that Florida team wasn't <clears throat> any better than we were, really. But I mean. You fumble the ball six times, you're not going to beat anybody. No. Unless you're Alabama playing. We almost did it at A&M. Yeah, we did. And we were much better than A&M in 2016. 
we were much better than A and M, but I mean, when the when the competition is level, then you're not gonna you're not gonna win a game like that. So that's that's kind of my thing. Like, I think we're bad, and I think we're I think we're worse than we thought we were going to the game, but I think we're better than we are thinking we are out of the game. And I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't, that's, I don't really know how to put that into better terms, but I think we're a little bit better than people think we are right now. And I think we're worse than people thought we were going into the game. Covering the spread next week? And that, last I saw it's 32 and a half. 31, 32 and a half. Yeah, in that neighborhood. And it's going to be hard to bet against Georgia because, I mean, they're so so much better than us right now. But given the history and, you know, maybe Tennessee plays better, they play with more energy this week, and, you know, they lose by 17. They could lose by 21. It'll be their first true road test. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, personally I'm not going to bet on it because I stay away from all Tennessee games because – you can't bet against them, and you can't bet for them. They will always let you down. So, I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to say. 32 is just so high. I mean, I say that, but Georgia will probably come out and hang 70. They might. It's so hard to say. What do you think? What's uh, your opinion on that? I think Georgia's just... You think they're going to pop us by 60? I think Georgia's just going to give it to us. I think Tennessee's going to keep it close. Not a chance. I think the closest the score will be is a kickoff. And I think that's about as long. If Georgia gets the ball first, it won't take long. I think they can come out and just try to run out like the Titans do? No, I don't think they're winning 9-6 this week. (laughs) If the Vols win this game, I mean, I'm about tempted to get a tattoo of a power T on my chest. Just don't think there's any way. Do you see that stat where it said Tennessee had a point zero 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 six percent chance to win the next three games? Yeah, but you probably disagree with Auburn, right? Auburn's a winnable football game per per Cody Conrad last week. Uh, I mean, out of the next three, Auburn is the most winnable football game. Would you not agree with that? No. Okay, then what's the most winnable football game out of the I next three? I think the most winnable football game in the next three is Georgia. Really? Because there's a rumor Jake Fromm has torn his ACL. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, it's a freshman quarterback. If we, if that's true, it's freshman quarterback. If not, and it is Jake Fromm. We, I saw that too, but it turned out to be not true. I got my hopes up for nothing. We've beaten Georgia before when we weren't supposed to. We kind like of Justin Fields wouldn't come out there. We, we kind of have their number. So if anything, I would think that we would have a much better chance of being Georgia and Athens than we would Auburn. And Jordan Hare. I just don't think I don't think you're beating Jared Stidham. He's too good. I mean, we don't really have a chance. Anyway. No. Yeah, but our our best next chance to win a football game is going to be against South Carolina if we still even have enough of a football team that isn't injured. The next after these three weeks. Or quit. When is our bye week in there? Like. Is our bye week in between Bama and Auburn? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the schedule. Yeah, it's... I think it is. 
I, I can't remember. I mean, what's the, who cares? It doesn't really. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you had all year. It doesn't matter if you had 365 days prepared for Auburn. You're not beating them. Georgia didn't look, uh, didn't look great against Missouri unless Missouri's just that good. And I just refuse to believe Missouri's that good. I just but Missouri kept it close. Missouri kind of beat themselves against Georgia too. I think Missouri's a better football team than people think. I think Missouri is better than people think, but also, I don't know. It's so hard to say Georgia isn't, but Georgia just seems so overrated this year. They just lost all that NFL talent on defense. They lost Michelle and Chubb on offense. Like you're not going to replace those guys easily. I know they've been recruiting. They've been cheating. So they've been doing something in recruiting the past two years to make them. <laughs> the as fast as they've rebuilt, they've done something. But uh, their defense at replacing those guys isn't going to be, you know, done with one recruiting class. So I think Georgia is a little overrated. I still think they're the best team in the East, but I don't think they're Alabama <laughs> right so. now. I don't think they're Alabama right now. I. I think that I don't think that Georgia is really that good either. I mean, I think they're good. I don't think they deserve to be in the college football playoff. I guess they could prove me wrong if they beat Alabama in the SEC championship. But I think they're kind of the beneficiaries of a weaker conference, in my opinion. Well, I mean, we got Kentucky. Kentucky looks uh, like the real deal this year. Yeah, I could. Uh, they beat Mississippi State. I am excited to see the Kentucky-Georgia game. Uh, it's probably, I don't know. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I think I might drop a hot take ball and say I think Kentucky wins that football game. You got Kentucky in the upset? I got Kentucky. I would like to see it. I got Kentucky winning the SEC East this year. Wow. To meet Alabama or LSU in the SEC championship. I think it's got to be Alabama. I don't think LSU wins that conference unless somehow... I think that the Alabama LSU game is in Tiger Stadium, and if it uh, is, I'm pretty sure it is this year. Yeah, if it is, and LSU wins that game, I think they could win the SEC West because they'll win out. They've already beat Auburn. Yeah, Coach O screwed up somewhere. So there's a chance it could be a Kentucky LSU SEC championship. You got Kentucky. Win the East. I got Kentucky winning the East. I got Kentucky. They're going to beat us. I mean, I'm they sure they're going to beat They already beat Florida. Us. They can beat Vanderbilt. They already beat South, they beat South Carolina yet? Mm, have they? I don't know if they've played yet. I don't yet. know if they've played yet. I do know that they just put a whooping on Mississippi State, who was ranked number 15, 14 in the country. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that game. Give me Kentucky. I just checked the score in my app and saw it was 28-7. was the final, and I was just like, man, must be nice. They did get the $100,000 fine for uh, rushing the field. Yeah, that, they've been saving up that money for years. Yeah, they I haven't mean. They have paid something like that in forever. They uh, tore Kroger Field up. They did. <laughs> they Kroger were Field. A, they were having a sale. Will never be the same. No. <laughs> it's like Black Friday. Kroger should pay that. Yeah, I mean. How is a team who plays on Kroger Field better than us right now? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should change our field to Walmart, Food City, or something. Yeah, Food City. Food, I mean, <laughs> food it, City Field. I mean, it's probably coming in the next 
few years ago. It'll be Haslam Field soon. We'll need money because we won't be selling tickets. No, we can't even sell it a night game versus Florida. Yeah, that was that kind of surprised me. I thought that this was, game was going to be a hard sellout. And there's probably less than 100,000 people there. Yeah, I heard there was like 92. Mm, uh, it's probably more than 92. 96? I I was thinking 98 to 99. Really? I mean, there was there were empty seats up at the very top, but I mean, the entire lower level was full and, you know, the the upper level was probably 80 to 90% full. It was just not completely full. Man. And that kind of surprised me. I thought that this game was going to be a sellout. It's kind of disappointing. I did too. Kind of disappointed. Yeah. Saved a few more people from heartbreak. I was uncomfortable anyway. I couldn't imagine more people being in the stadium. Couldn't move anywhere as it was. All the lines were ridiculous. My seat was uncomfortable. <laughs> Never mind we were getting blown out the entire game. By our biggest rival. Getting taunted by Florida fans was fun. Maybe we should just take a break from, from Tennessee football for a while. Yeah, let's just focus on basketball. Let's just... Let's just put all of our attention in basketball for a while. Let's just get off of this Tennessee football. I'm all for that. I've always said basketball is more fun anyway. Let's just talk about the NFL right now. The NFL is good right now. There's no dominant team. Yeah, who is good in the NFL? The, the Rams, Chiefs, maybe. The Rams. The Rams. The Chiefs. And then who else? And then there's a huge drop-off. And then it's the Patriots, the Jags. Who else is good? Jaguars, the Titans, the Ravens, um, the Vikings were supposed to be good. They they uh, were seventeen Dolph- point favorites and at home and lose to lose the to the Bills. The Dolphins are good. The Saints about- the Saints are very good actually. I think. Yeah, big Alvin Kamara doing big things. Well, the local crap star has become the National Football League crap star. All I know is that... Shout out to him for being on my fantasy team, too. All I know is that the Tennessee Titans are the leaders of the AFC South right now. Yeah, that is a bright spot right now. That is the lone bright spot of the weekend. Is the Titans went to Jacksonville and took care of business. I'm just saying that the Titans are here for it. 15-1. and one. Don't mark another loss on that schedule. No one wants to play the Tennessee Titans. We're dirty. We're just a bunch of dogs out here. They don't want Mike Vrabel's defense. It's too much. Yeah, that. Uh, they kind of win games like I thought Tennessee would win games this year. Is they, just, they just grind victories out. Like, they just... They play 1930s football. Run, 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 slant. Run, 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 slant. I mean, it's just like, what else can you do, though, when your quarterback is <laughs> Blaine Gabbert and your backup is doesn't even have feeling in his arm? Yeah. It's just, it's Ryan Suckup. He's automatic. The defense is dirty. Just get in the field goal range. Let suck a pit. Don't turn the ball over. And just clamp up. We just have the Jags number. We're like Florida versus Tennessee. Jacksonville hates playing Tennessee. Yeah, I didn't think I, I didn't think I would hear that. I mean, they they are the Jag killers though. Hey, we're the Jag killers. We're we're here to murder animals. The Browns. 
the Browns get to drink all the Bud Light they want to now. Yeah. After 600 and some odd days, they finally could unlock those freezers after beating the Jets. And Baker Mayfield looks like he might actually be a serviceable NFL quarterback. Looks Mm -hmm. like he might be everything that Cleveland fans thought Johnny Manziel would be. So, did you actually – I didn't watch the game. I just, you know, kind of saw highlights of it. I don't have the NFL network. I can't watch Thursday Night Football until, uh, I guess, after week four. Or maybe it starts week four. I'm not sure where it comes to regular channels. Yeah, where it comes to your regular package, but I don't have NFL Network. I refuse to buy it. But so you're uh, not gonna watch the game tonight? Probably not. I mean, if it's on, if it's on regular TV, I guess I won't have much of a choice. Wow. Unless I go out somewhere and watch it, which is unlikely. But yeah, Baker Mayfield. I mean, is Hugh Jackson the worst? Can we just say that Hugh Jackson does not know what he's doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You just got to get somebody else. Go get Urban Meyer. I mean, as as if 1-31 and 31 wasn't enough to convince you he wasn't very good. He was actually starring Tyrod Taylor over Baker Mayfield. Tyrod Taylor? Yeah. I don't know. I, Excuse I like, my phonetics. I like Tyrod. I think that he's a good quarterback. I think he's better than Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's getting a lot of hype. He didn't do a lot in that game. He won. I mean, that's that's enough for Cleveland fans. I mean, yeah, it is, but... He just, He's a playmaker. I mean, he threw a lot of dink and dunk stuff and just like... I mean, do you just not like good quarterbacks? No, I just don't. I don't think Baker Mayfield's all that. I think he's getting a lot of gas right now. You just see a good quarterback and you're like, ah, don't like him. He's a good quarterback. Give me the other guy. No, 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 no. I like a lot. I like plenty of good quarterbacks. I like Drew Brees. Okay. I like Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I like... JG or Keller Christ? JG. Okay, that's surprising. I thought you were going to go with Christ. I thought you were going to go the Dormandy route on us and say that you need to play the backup. No, no, no. no. I apologize for the Dormandy thing. I thought Dormandy was better I don't apologize than to me. Dubs. Apologize to Dobbs. I thought Dormandy was going to be way better than Josh Dobbs. DM Josh on Instagram. Tell him you're sorry. I need to. I need to publicly apologize. I just, I didn't know. I thought that I just thought he was gonna be so good. What about Pat Mahomes? You like him? I mean, yeah. He's, you think he's you think he's gonna be able to keep this level of play up? Absolutely not. I think he's a. You don't think he'll remain? I've I've said it elite. before. I'll say it again. I think he's Dak Prescott. I think he's gonna have an elite season. Get to the playoffs. Get bounced in the first round, and then he'll come back down to earth the next few seasons. And just be a, just a solid quarterback. He'll just be a Marcus Mariota. He'll just be a Dak Prescott. He'll just be a... Uh, and I, I saw a stat the other day that compared Dak Prescott to Tim Tebow. Like das, Dak Prescott's last eight games or something like that compared to Tim Tebow's last eight games of his career. And Tebow had like much better numbers. It's, I don't know if Dak Prescott is just because he's playing behind a terrible offensive line. Like, I don't know if it's just because the Cowboys are falling apart, they need to, they need to do some house cleaning with in, in the office, which I don't know. I no receivers. I don't know what Jerry's going to do. I mean, the Cowboys are just not a good football team right now, and I don't think it's all Dak's fault. Just kind of like how it's not all Jerry Guarantano's fault for Tennessee. No. I mean, it, it's not – you can't – it's easy to blame the quarterback, but it's just not always the quarterback's fault. But the quarterback is always going to get blamed because they're 
they're the head guy. Like, they're supposed to be the captain of the team. They touch the ball every play. Exactly. Uh, what else is going on in the NFL? Uh, Browns won. Titans won. Patrick Mahomes is still playing out of his mind. The Dolphins are 3-0. Dolphins are <laughs> Dolphins that are ahead of the AFC the t- uh, East. The Titans have a respectable loss versus the Miami Dolphins. They have a two-game lead over the Patriots. Matt, Patri- Matt Patricia excuse me, beats Bill Belichick on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Fitzmagic has his third straight 400-yard passing game, but comes up in a loss to the Steelers. Steelers get their first win of the season. Uh, yeah. Texans are 0 3. They are. I love to see that. I still. The Texans have the Titans number, though, so every time we play them, I get nervous. Not as ba- It's probably not as bad as the Colts. The Colts literally could be. The Colts could roll out nine players and still beat the Titans somehow. I just don't get it. Is Chuck Pagano still their coach? They fired him, right? No, Chuck, Chuck's not still there. Who's the coach over there now? Shoot, I don't even know. They have Andrew Luck back. Yeah, they have Andrew Luck. Dang, I don't I have no idea who they... Let me look it up. I just think that in the AFC South, it's the Titans' division to win. Like, people want to say the Jags this, the Jags that. We have the Jags' number. Like, we could beat the Jaguars on any day. We swept them last year. Uh, Frank Reich. Man, I don't even know who Frank Reich is. Yeah, I don't either. Wasn't he like a quarterback's coach? I think he was a quarterback's coach somewhere, and now he's just a head coach. He was hired this year, so this is his first year. I don't know where he came from. If you know who Frank Reich is, let us know. Send it in. Uh, John Gruden, speaking of first-year head coaches, 0-3, so that's pretty hilarious. I love it, because John Gruden sucks. So... Shout out to John Green for being 0-3 and making us feel a little bit better about not, not about not hiring him, about him playing us. About us having to pay him all that money. Maybe he goes 0-16 and we all get a small victory. Maybe he goes 0-16 and they fire him in his first year and they still give him his money, but they just tell him that he's not a good enough coach. How embarrassing does that have to be for them to still pay you your money but just realize that it's really not worth you being their coach anymore? That's crazy. So, if you weren't in New on Saturday night because you decided to go and watch the Braves play and beat the Phillies and clinch, clinch a playoff spot. Gage did, did he not? Uh, Gage did. Gage actually attended the game. We should have brought him in for this segment. Should have. Gage uh, was a little bit smarter than us. No, I kind of... Smarter than you. Smarter than me. I went to Texas Roadhouse. Uh... Yeah, the but the Braves clinch Saturday night, so they will be in the playoffs. They are battling the Cubs for the uh, one seed in the in a, in the NL. Oh, sorry, I fell asleep. The Cubs, uh, three games up, so the Cubs got a pretty safe lead. But the, the Cubs are battling the Brewers for uh, first seed, or the Cubs are battling the Brewers for the spot in uh, where you have to avoid. The wild card game, the one game playoff. So, Cubs got a win last night against the Pirates. That was pretty big. Uh, they're half a game up actually from the Brewers. The Braves are. Oh, what is their record? Yeah, I just had it pulled up. 
Man, I don't think I've ever watched a baseball game before. Like a whole baseball game? Yeah. Man, I, oh, here it is. 89-69. So they are three games behind. I, I thought I was right. They lead Colorado by one game and are currently the number two seed in the NL. So, signing stuff for Braves fans. Their rebuild went a little bit quicker than expected. The Cubs are uh, three games ahead of that. The Yankees clinched this weekend, too, if you're a Yankee fan. Not many people are. You either love or you hate the Yankees. No, unless you're me, I do not care. I have no idea. And it's kind of ridiculous that the Yankees are probably going to win 100 games this year or be right at 100 wins, and they're going to have to play in a one-game playoff with the Rays because the Red Sox decide to just lose their mind and win 107 games this year. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. If you uh, if you didn't know, that's a lot of wins in baseball. 107, they clinched the best record in the MLB already. Uh, they beat Baltimore, bless their heart, 19-3 last night. Baltimore is <laughs> all kinds of bad this year. A lot of work to be done in Baltimore. They're, <laughs> they're starting from uh, ground zero in their rebuild. Uh, Astros have clinched the AL West. Uh, the A's have clinched a wild card spot in the AL. Uh, the Braves, like we said, number two seed currently in the NL, the NL Central. Uh, the Cubs are 92-66. and 66. They lead Milwaukee by half a game. Uh, and that's, that's kind of surprising. I didn't think Milwaukee was going to have a very good year this year. The Cardinals trail the Dodgers one game for a wild card spot. So the NL uh, East has been very dominant this year. Or yeah. NL Central, excuse me, not the NL East. The AL East and the NL Central are the two best, uh, two best in baseball right now, with three teams in each division competing for a playoff spot. Doesn't happen very much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I might as well be talking to a wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably couldn't even tell you more than, like, ten teams in Major League Baseball. Okay. Let's, uh... I'll time you. I'll give you one full minute. This, this is how we'll close. I'll give you one full minute to name ten teams in the NL. Or in the in the MLB. Uh, when does my time start? Right now. Okay. Braves. Okay. Cubs. Okay. Brewers. Bucks. No, that's no. NBA. Uh, Twins. Okay. Rays. Okay. Yankees. Red Sox. Astros. You're at eight. Uh. White Sox. Okay. Uh. Detroit is the. Lot no no Detroit. Tigers. Yeah, that's ten. Ten. You pass, uh, uh, even though you named six of the teams I had just talked about. Yeah, I saw them on the computer screen. Yeah. Um. Oh, God, I don't know. The A's? Okay, 11. That's all I got. You went a full minute and named 11 teams in the MLB. I'm pretty, that's pretty good. Not very good. Not great. Baseball fans around here would be very disappointed in we'll, you. We'll work on that as we get through the podcast. By the, by the end of baseball season, I'll be able to name all, how many? 
30. All 30 teams in the MLB. There's 30 teams in, in the MLB, and you named 11 in a minute. That's pretty good. That's You're naming one every, like, seven seconds. Uh, I'm pretty proud. I mean, well, I don't think I've ever watched more than three innings of baseball consist- consecutively. Ever. I don't think I've ever come close. Disappointing. Do, you I, would disappoint the founding fathers of America who declared that America's pastime. Well, I do play church league softball, though. Yeah, so never mind. I'm talking to an athlete. Yeah, so that doesn't really matter. Well, uh, any last comments, questions, concerns? Any expectations for Tennessee, Georgia that you would like to share out loud? No. Keep it PG? No. Yeah, I have nothing that I want to say. Nothing uh, clean? No. No, I don't either. Kentucky to win the East. Mark it down. Well, if you made it this far, thank you for listening to C-Squared Sports. This has been another episode. So, we're out. C-Squared Sports, we out. We're out. Kentucky for it all, baby. Kentucky for it all.